He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. Also the ability to like earn goodwill with mm-hmm. local businesses to be able to say, you know, hey, I'm recommending you like take a look at my guidebook and having the guests kind of show the guidebook. Now you're really becoming part of the local community. And one thing mm-hmm. that's great about the vacation rental industry is you're not just, you know, focused on the downtown touristy overpriced areas, but you really are in local neighborhoods. And, and sometimes there's a tension with other neighbors about wanting a vacation rental there or not. And to show that you're doing good for the Mm -hmm. local economy and the local community, and you're hiring local cleaners and you're, you know, recommending local businesses, um, that makes it a lot easier to like fit in and be a successful business there. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. This podcast is brought to you by Hostfully. We make property management software and digital guidebooks that help vacation rental managers all over the world optimize and scale operations. We are grateful to be joining Will Slickers and the Slick Podcast listeners to provide value to you, the vacation rental professional. At Hostfully, we're data geeks, and we love partnering with other companies in the vacation rental space to bring the most insightful content, analysis, and market reports. You can even see specific market reports about what amenities are important and how demand looks in your region. We also love to share best practices. To learn more about what you can do to improve your vacation rental business, visit our industry-leading blog at www.hostfully.com. There, you'll find resources that will help you understand how to take advantage of multi-channel distribution, dynamic pricing, automation, and more. Along with Will Slickers, we hope you consider us as your helpful guide in building your vacation rental business. Learn more at hostfully.com. That's H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. I'm your host, Will Slickers. And today we got the man, David Jacoby. Oh, I'm not the myth and the legend like other folks. Thanks a lot, Will. Oh, Eric, I got to give Eric a call and tell him what happened here. Okay, I know what you guys are thinking. Not the best way to start an episode, especially with a show sponsor. But thankfully, David's a very forgiving guy, and uh, we like working together. So he's not too mad at me. My apologies, David. Now back to the episode. I, I use that one so much. I feel like it's not going to have its, you know, sting, but you're the man because when it comes to uh, experience and guidebooks and PMS, I think it's the way to go. Okay. You guys like that slick recovery? Yeah. Pretty good, right? It, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm done. Last interruption. Promise. David, my friend, thank you for being on the show. Um, this has been in the works for a little bit for the audience members who probably um, don't follow on like the social medias or whatever, but I just want to go into what Hostfully is. So David Jacoby is the president and co-founder of Hostfully. It's a uh, property guidebook uh, system for a virtual guidebook, as well as a property management system to help hosts and vacation rental owners really showcase their property, get direct bookings, and also connect on multiple platforms in order to grow their business. So David, let's jump in. What is Hostfully other than what I just said? Other than what you just said, you got it. You should be uh, working with us for us. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Will. And I am so thrilled that Hostfully is a sponsor of your podcast. So thank you for having us be a sponsor. We love what you're up to um, with all the great folks that you've already had on the podcast with your Destination Air Award and everything you're doing for the industry. And we're uh, we're honored and humbled that you will allow Hostfully to uh, ride on your coattails. Hey, it's a blessing and an honor to have you guys. So I'm pumped. <laughs> so here's so here's to lots of fun stuff to come. Yes. Uh, so with Hostfully, we actually were trying to change the name in the industry from PMS 
to PNP, Property Management Platform, because Ooh. let's face it, who wants to be going around saying PMS all yeah. the time when <laughs> talking about an acronym for the industry? Uh, yeah. So we are actually two separate platforms, as you mentioned, a beautiful digital guidebook solution, as well as core property management software, property management platform, where uh, we help you run your whole business. So uh, everything from tip to tail of entering properties into our platform and, and getting them listed directly onto Airbnb and Verbo and booking.com and a whole bunch of other sites. Uh, we integrate with channel managers for further distribution. Your own website, we have kind of outside of the box website uh, creator as well if you don't have your own website. Uh, but you guys just updated, right? which we are just updated. So it's yes. beautiful. That's actually been one of, we'll talk more about this later. That's one of the yeah. kind of COVID related uh, changes that we've done. And there's really a, you know, much bigger focus on direct bookings now. Uh, so, but you know, it's more than that. We help you automate all your emails. So right when a reservation is confirmed or five days before the guest arrives, uh, we have an owner's portal where owners can log in and see how much money they've been making and see when their um, calendar is booked. Uh, you know, a, um, a service provider portal so you can interact with cleaners. Uh, so everything to, to run your business tip to tail, uh, whether you have a couple properties or you have over 500 properties. Um, the good and bad part of our platform is we, we do run that gamut. We have clients of all sizes, so it is a fun challenge to our roadmap of uh, what features we want to build for the, the smaller mid-sized one or the larger one. Um, but, but we have gotten some pretty good praise about our platform being scalable. So if you are on the small to mid-side range and you're looking to go big, uh, you only need one platform and, and, and that's, that's us. Uh, also on the digital guidebook, so that's a whole separate thing. So we work with uh, every property management platform on the guidebook side because it's a simple URL that you send to your guests and mm -hmm. it has all the information that the guest needs about check-in details and directions and house manual information uh, and all the favorite local recommendations. Yeah, and I think that's a, the key part for what we do in our industry. When it comes to hospitality, you're not just providing a place to sleep or to eat or wherever, but really I think showing off your local community and the things that you love about you know, your town or like the, my favorite coffee shop or my you know, favorite brewery, whatever, that's such an important part to highlight because your favorites are probably gonna be your guest favorites. So why not have a beautiful digital guidebook that's super easy for them to use and find and always go back to again and again and again? This makes sense. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Uh, they're, you're, you're the one person possibly that they know in that area that they mm -hmm. know and trust and they want to hear from you where they should be checking out. They don't want to have to try to figure it out on Yelp or yeah. TripAdvisor or stuff like that. Yeah. This extra research that they don't need to do. It's just right there and done for them. I love it. Well, David, so let's get into, we know what Hostfully is now. Um, your story, getting into co-founding it, um, I think is very unique. We've had a um, a lot of people on the show, you know, get into this industry, uh, usually in the similar, you know, basic way of like, I had a property, Airbnb did it, uh, but you did a little extra when it came to, to the whole Airbnb game and getting into short-term rentals. So I really, really want to touch base on what did you do that was so extreme to make, you know, the guidebooks and then of course, get into your journey. Sure, you bet. Thanks for asking. It, it all started on a one-year sabbatical uh, trip around the world with my wife. Uh, to, um, but to, to, to your point a, a second ago, it is fun being in the vacation rental industry and seeing people from all different backgrounds and how they've gotten into it. it you yeah. know, no one, no one graduated with a, a degree in vacation rentals, right? <laughs> Everyone's got some other degree and background yeah. and experience that they're bringing into the space, and that makes this uh, really unique and fun to see that. Uh, so for myself, I, my wife and I, uh, we, about 10 years ago now, uh, we took a one-year sabbatical and traveled around the world. Uh, we had our one-year of fun before we were handcuffed with kids uh, for the next uh, 20 years. Not that this isn't fun, just a, a different kind of fun. Uh, and we went to 27 countries in five continents and stayed in 38 homes. Uh, some were traditional vacation rentals. Uh, a lot were from like friends of friends of friends that you meet while you're traveling. And then also the website couchsurfing.org, uh, which used to be a lot more popular than it is now. It's kind of gone downhill a little bit. Um, back in, in 2010, when Airbnb was just a couple years old, uh, <clears throat> couchsurfing had a really big following then. And this, for those who don't know, it's essentially 
Airbnb without the financial transaction. It's literally locals who want to help travelers travel and want to meet people from other cultures and they just open their doors and host you for free. Uh, so through the couch surfing platform specifically, my wife and I stayed in people's homes in Lima, in Cairo, in Jerusalem, in Kigali, Rwanda, in Hanoi, Vietnam, and wow. some real random places. And that's when we first realized, when I first realized the incredible influence that the host has on the guest's trip. Uh, you know, anything that the host told us to do went to the top of the priority list above Lonely Planet or TripAdvisor yeah. or Yelp or any of those other review sites. We got the inside scoop, right? We got the hidden mm -hmm. gems. Uh, and then after that trip, we moved here to San Francisco into a single family home and renovated the basement, turned it into a in-law unit, uh, primarily so my parents could come out from Connecticut to spend three months a year uh, with their grandkids. They don't care about me anymore, just the grandkids. That's, that's how it works. Can I ask though about your sabbatical um, with that travel couch surfing platform? Did you have any scary, sketchy stories? Like anything that just went wrong? You're like, nope, not doing it. Going not to the next at place. All. No, wow, okay. it was it was amazing. Uh, we had so okay, so two there was one and a half maybe. One was when we went to Cusco, Peru, which is like the launching pad for the Inca Trail. Um, the first place that we had that we um, interacted with beforehand. When we got there, the person suddenly wanted to charge us money, and that was kind of not cool. So that mm -hmm. that happened once. It was a bit of a bait and switch. Uh, but other than that, you know, it's a very much a, a self-policing community, uh, similar to Airbnb with the review system, but I think it was even that much more important with couch surfing. And there were these levels of vouching where like, if a lot of people vouch for you, then you had vouching powers and you can vouch for other people. Uh, and we were, we were a couple too. It's not like I was a, a single woman traveling. So I think mm -hmm. it was just safety and numbers in that regards. Um, yeah. but, you know, but other than, than that, the one other, like, kind of weird experience was a, um, a host in, in Europe, I won't say exactly, where picked up, he was super nice, picked, met us at the train station at 6.30 in the morning from our overnight train and um, took us to the grocery store to pick up some stuff, took us to a few other places, and he was just like hovering over our shoulders the whole time, like being very much like, can I help you? Can I help you? And it was like, uh, no, I, I know how to find the, the fruit. Thank you. Uh, and it was just like kind of awkward, but that yeah. was, that was literally like the quote unquote the worst. worst. And that was a fine yeah. experience. So other than that, it was just amazing meeting locals who are so passionate about hosting travelers and showing off their favorite local places. They, you know, they weren't getting paid for this. They did it because they just wanted to meet people from other other cultures and connect. And it was an incredible experience. It's, re it's really what made our trip. Awesome. Okay. I was just, I had to ask just because I was like, I don't know if I could do that today. Like if I could go travel just like and let random people let me in without, you know, I don't know. It's just, I think yeah. it was a little bit different with that platform. And, and I just also preface, it's not random. These are people who have yeah. lots of other reviews from other okay. people that are part of the community. So it's gotcha. not like- So it's not like a first time. It's not like, like hey. a Craig, you know, a weird Craigslist <laughs> listing or just, you know, you're on the street talking, asking people there, okay. you know, there, there is that bit of a community feeling. So, yeah. it, was, so it was a genuine hospitality group. Yes. Indeed. Okay, cool. I miss right, it. Awesome. Uh, so, you know, fast forwarding after that trip, we moved to San Francisco, as I said, and, uh, and created this in-law unit. And then, uh, so my parents would come out three months a year and the other nine months we started renting it out on, on Airbnb. And that was such, um, that was such a great experience. We've had, you know, hundreds of people in our home now. Uh, and I've been an Airbnb super host for, uh, over five years now. Uh, and I realized firsthand as many hosts do the pain point of, uh, being in touch with guests after guests, both before their trip, as well as while they're staying with me. You know, they have one set of questions before their trip, they have another set of questions while they're staying with me. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> like many hosts, I spent many hours one night making a real ugly looking Microsoft Word document guidebook and <laughs> sharing, sharing that to my guests and banging my head against the wall thinking, ah, oh, there's gotta be a better way to do this. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the catalyst to 
to hostfully my kind of scratching my own itch and, and thinking, why isn't there some, you know, platform that would make it easy for me to make a, a beautiful guidebook. And at first I was thinking like a platform for me to make a print guidebook. And then it yeah. kind of evolved into, oh, this should be digital as well, where you can send it out. And there's so many benefits of having it be digital uh, and, and being able to send it out in advance. So, you know, those beautiful three ring binders are great, but that's not making it easy to share check-in detail, you know, directions and how to check in and that whole kind of part of the guest experience, which is, you know, that first impression in a way. Uh, So if you're just sending a really long email that no one reads or is kind of a little overwhelming, that's not the best first experience versus sending them a URL that's got easy directions, maybe has a mat, maybe has pictures of where the, you know, the key is hidden or where the lockbox or the entrance is, stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. In addition to having, you know, house details, house manual information, house rules, how to turn the TV on, how to use the laundry, have it being interactive, where again, unlike a manual, you can have uh, links to YouTube videos on how to use the coffee machine or how to you know, use the jacuzzi and, and maintain that, stuff like that. Um, and then finally, of course, all the local recommendations. So the recommendations are really just one part uh, of the guidebook. Uh, so uh, back to the story. So we we focus on creating this platform for guidebooks, and because of my experience of being an Airbnb host, the original focus was on individual Airbnb hosts and having a free platform. Uh, and we would have like tour sponsored tours and activities and ground transportation and some stuff, and that's where we would we would make our money. And we realized we really needed to scale. Uh, to to make money on the commissions for that. And at the same time, we started getting interest from professional vacation rental managers saying, this is awesome. I want this for all 50 properties of mine. Mm. So we kind of did a a mini pivot and focused on our back end and making it really a a scalable enterprise B2B solution that makes it easy to manage 100 guidebooks. So you can make one recommendation and add it to all 50 Mm. guidebooks in South Lake Tahoe at once. Um, or take an existing guidebook and copy it and change the address and the Wi-Fi code, and you have a new guidebook in minutes. Uh, yeah. And then private labeling it. You know, lots of guests say, I booked an Airbnb, not I booked Joe's Vacation Rentals of Tahoe. Uh, yeah. So this is a great opportunity to really enhance your branding so that next year that guest is just going to want to book directly with you in one of your listings, even if it's not that, that same place. Uh, so we became this enterprise B2B product focused on guidebooks and, and realized, wow, there's this whole vacation rental industry beyond Airbnb and, and, and Airbnb hosts. Uh, so we started integrating with some property management softwares, uh, one of them being a company called Orbi Rental at the time. And uh, the CEO of Orbi Rental, now our CTO, Steph, uh, he's here in San Francisco along with uh, Margo, our CEO, and myself. And we formed a business relationship, we integrated our platforms and we would meet up for lunch and meet up for coffee and just kind of talk shop. And we really liked each other. And one thing led to another, it's kind of like dating, you know, hey, why don't you take things more, why don't we take things more seriously? What do you mean by that? Sure. Yeah. And uh, before you know it, we realize our skill sets are very complimentary. He was, uh, he is an engineer CEO and Margo and I are business folks. Uh, so he was looking for a team, we we're looking for a, a, an engineer. Uh, and um, our products are very complimentary. Um, having you know this guest communications side of things as well as core property management software. And, and what we see in the space is most property management platforms focus on getting the reservation, helping you get distribution, um, getting that reservation in, getting a direct booking, but they don't really focus on the guest experience. Some of them have a guest portal that maybe has like the address and some basic information, um, but not nearly the the beautiful digital guidebook experience on on the hostfully guidebook side. So we see that as being one of our big differentiators that we really are focused on helping you run your business tip to tail and the guest experience is part of that. And um, just giving like two concrete examples of of what the vision is of having, having these two platforms deeply integrated. One is when a guest is making their reservation and they are checking out, 
checking out in terms of making the reservation, not leaving their, <laughs> yeah. their rental, uh, they can have the opportunity to buy some additional stuff like a mid-state cleaning or an extended checkout or groceries pre-arrival. Kind of like when you buy um, your plane ticket and they ask if you want a hotel or a rental car. Mm -hmm. uh, so being able to offer those upsell items at the time the guest is making the reservation and if they don't buy it then, having those same upsell items be in the digital guidebook that the guest is looking at before their trip or while they're in destination and being able to buy it there as well. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool, especially now uh, in, in a, a post-COVID world where property managers are looking to um, increase their revenue, have more margin, because usually they're getting 20 to 30% of the rent. But if they can do a mid-state cleaning or an extended checkout um, oftentimes that's outside of the owner agreement and they can get 100% of, of the profit of that. Yeah. So being able to help them upsell items. Um, so that's one example. And, and another example is with um, access entry with, with smart locks, which are getting more and more popular. A lot of yeah. property management softwares will integrate with a smart lock where a reservation gets made, a pin code gets created, and then five days before the guest arrives, that gets emailed to the guest. Um, we now take that one step further and bring that pin code into the guidebook and the whole guidebook gets emailed to the guest and it's a secure guidebook that only that guest can access. And when they log in or when they click on the link, they don't even need to log in to see the guidebook. It's got their pin code. It's got their check-in date all in the guidebook itself, not in the email. Um, so that's some fun stuff we're doing and it's been a fun ride so far. And that I promise that'll be my longest answer of all your questions. <laughs> I was going to say, I love the, the extensive like evolution of the idea, just like from guidebook, which is a great idea. I think like that's like your basic one-on-one as a new host, right? You, you, you get your property up to standard, you list it, but you got to make a guidebook. You have to have house rules. You have to have like, you know, I, my parents have been doing Airbnb for a while and I've been helping them, but they have their little three ring binder, you know, that has the reviews and people have been writing notes and, and in a post or a pre COVID-19 world, I think that was great. Um, post, I think we're definitely, I'm already talking to them to get them switched to digital guidebooks because they have, it's just safer, cleaner, and they can also customize it a little bit more and it doesn't get all dirty and all the other stuff. So, um, but I just, the overall evolution of, the idea from a Microsoft Word to a now, you know, URL that they can click and it's interactive and not only making it interactive, but then making it a better profitability and like upsell tool for the host and manager. Um, for the listeners, uh, Stay Lux, my company, we're actually integrating with Hostfully at a full scale of PMP and guidebooks. And I think it's um, just something that's very, very important. Like, cause like you said, it's grow. You can scale in this, in this platform, you can scale it with everything that you do. And I think it just really comes down to the point of providing that guest experience to the, to the T like just every I is dotted. Every T is crossed. Um, so I think it's really just overall great evolution. Um, kind of a random question, but pre COVID-19, what was your daily routine and post COVID-19? What's your daily routine? Um, at, at Hostfully, for Hostfully the business, uh, you know, now that things have settled in, not, not too different now from how it was before. There, you know, there definitely was the, the in-between period of, I'd say, you know, March to June where things were a little crazy and, and all over the place and uh, both, you know, focusing internally on our, on our Hostfully team and making sure everyone is focused and knows what they're doing while also making sure everyone is taking the time they need for their own mental health and to do yeah. what they need to do with their families yeah. and take care of themselves. So uh, we actually were already an all remote team beforehand. So that didn't change. But interestingly, we did start having more kind of um, all hands meetings and even just, you know, social happy hours because we knew our remote team wasn't doing that elsewhere. So yeah. uh, it's, it's actually like helped our company culture in the long run of, of checking in and playing some online games together at, at four o'clock on Thursday. Uh, uh, from a, a business perspective, we, you know, we did see some dip in the guidebook revenue, which makes sense because um, some of our clients just didn't have guests anymore. So they didn't mm -hmm. need to send anyone a guidebook. So they kind of paused 
um, their guidebooks. They, they made them inactive and now we're slowly starting to see them become active again. Mm -hmm. um, on, the, on the core property management software side, you know, that's core to anyone's business. So as long as they were still in business and trying to get reservations for November, uh, they still needed our software to have them be listed on Airbnb and Verbo and to just manage all their, their, their tasks. Uh, we also had a lot of, um, you know, prospects that we had spoken to over the years that said, whoa, David, I'd love to move on to your software, but I just don't have the time. And now all of a sudden they had some time. And, yeah. and, yeah. and this, was, uh, this was kind of in a weird way, I don't want to come across the wrong way, but it was an ideal time to migrate uh, from one property management platform to another. Uh, mm -hmm. For, for a few reasons. One, finally, you have some time because you don't have a lot of guests that you're dealing with. Uh, but also one of the most annoying parts of migrating is uh, getting your reservations, your future reservations that are on your current software, moving them over. Uh, mm -hmm. And there weren't some clients that have a lot of future reservations, so it was a little easier to make that migration. So we actually uh, saw a lot of companies taking this time to reset uh, and think about how, you know, how should I have my tech stack for the future? And uh, we, uh, we got a, a bunch of new clients that have been wanting us for a while. So that was, that was nice. Yeah. No, I, I think um, that's a good point, especially during this time of like COVID-19, like our, my business partners and I, when everything kind of like, we lost a lot of reservations because Airbnb allowed full refund and all this other stuff. And we didn't have a software yet. We were about to. And then some things went south with their company. So obviously we didn't get into the, the, the software platform, but um, I think it was a good time for everyone to be like, okay, when things pick up, they're going to, we knew, we knew it would. Right. But at this time we're dead. Like we can go on vacation and drink margaritas on the beach and not worry about it. Or we can prep and get ready. And like you said, reset and really focus on how can we make sure we come out on top for when things do open up, whether it's staycations or international, anything like that, you know? Um, and so I think that's a good sign for the industry, you know, people taking the time to train and, and to prepare. So um, another question I wanted to ask you was, uh, what is some of like one of the biggest things that you've learned during this time, uh, during your time being in the industry as a traveler or as a, you know, president and co-founder uh, that you've carried through the years? Hmm. Uh, well, one thing I think seeing all these property managers and getting a chance to understand their, their operations is if you've seen the operations of one property manager, well, you've seen the operations of one property manager. Uh, everyone manages their business differently. Um, yeah. Uh, and the software that they use and the, the focus, whether it's having a you know, really strong separate cleaning module or cleaning software for one company, whereas another one is just, they have one cleaner and every time a reservation gets made, they send an email to that one cleaner and it's like that simple and hands off. So the complexity of cleaning or the complexity of their pricing and uh, whether they're using a dynamic pricing company and whether they are um, you know, really fine tuning and using all the levers of dynamic pricing. Uh, so everyone manages their business differently and related to that, there's no one silver bullet. There's not one mm. software um, or one way of running operations that is the answer across the board. You really need to see what works for you, for your properties, for your homeowners, for your guests, and, and figure out um, the best combination of tools. Uh, one interesting point at the VRMA conference uh, at a panel last, uh, seems like a whole lifetime ago, last fall in, in New Orleans, yeah. Uh, someone was commenting about the, the Hyatt Hotel where we were at and how they have over 20 different software to run their business. Um, the concierge is using one software, the front desk staff is using another, the, the kitchen and room service is using one, the software to manage the, the TV, uh, and, and there's over 20 different things that they're kind of combining and clunking together. And you're seeing that now in the vacation rental industry and the emergence of not just property management software, but all these niche software to, that really does a deep dive, whether it's digital guidebooks, right? Or yeah. as I mentioned, cleaning or, or dynamic pricing or smart locks, um, marketing software, uh, background check and insurance. Uh, so 
thinking that there's going to be one software that's going to do everything really well is just unrealistic. And you need to kind of do your research and see what works for you. And, and one of the things that we're focused on doing at Hostfully is really having an open API that allows us to integrate with other vendors and all, all other vendor niche softwares are, you know, welcome, please reach out to me. We'd yeah. love to work <laughs> with you. Uh, and, and to really be that, that glue and, and build a whole ecosystem around it where people are using the best in class dynamic pricing and the best in class cleaning. Yeah. And, and we're never really going to have this incredibly detailed, rich pricing module within Hostfully because we don't want to compete with Price Labs and Beyond and Wheelhouse and the other tools out there because they're great. Um, yeah. So we'd rather just, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. We'd, we'd rather yeah. integrate yeah. integrate with them and really be that glue. And I think that's why we look at ourselves again as, as a platform, as a property management platform instead of software um, because the ecosystem is, is, is amazing at, at mm. how fast it's been growing and how many detailed niche software solutions are out there. Yeah, and I think that's a big reason why us at Stay Lux were more inclined to join with Hostfully just because, um, I, I don't know, I look at it as I don't want to have 20 different account things to like log into and have 20 different windows open on my web browser. I Like the the fact that you guys are integrating with a lot of stuff that we use already is just our, it's like such an ease. You don't have to worry about the 20 other accounts that you have and you're getting emails and other stuff through. Um, so that's a super key importance and it, it just, it really showcases the vacation rental, uh, I guess, not, I would say culture or mindset or just overall mission and just the way that uh, vacation rentals are. It's very community-based, very um, ecosystem, you know, share, uh, share of network, share of, uh, you know, share economy type deal. And so I think that's a huge, huge uh, hats off to you guys on that one. Um, so now as a PMP company, uh, what's some data and stats maybe that you guys have seen with COVID-19 on uh, the everyday host, whether they're an individual property host or a multi-property host? Um, mm -hmm. Do you have any, have any insights, you know? Yeah, so we've been doing a lot of uh, reporting on this and we've been partnering with some other companies uh, in the space like Beyond Pricing and all the rooms and we put out some white papers and some blog articles. So I'd, I'd encourage everyone to go to our website, hostfully.com and check out our blog and check out some other um, reports that, that we've done on this. Uh, you know, the high, the high level trends, I, I think now a few months into it, people are kind of seeing this across the board is obviously local more than, than flying. So yeah. uh, places like Tahoe uh, are, are, are still doing great. And, and they would get a combination of people who would fly to go skiing and stuff, um, sure. as well as locals from you know, San Francisco and, and Reno. Uh, and if you can drive there, they're still, they're still doing great. And they had a combination, they're getting a combination of like 30 plus stays of people who want to like shelter in place, right? Mm -hmm. They're just getting out of Dodge or getting out of San Francisco and they're doing a long-term yeah. stay up in wine country or, or in Tahoe, um, as well as just some, some really short um, weekend stays for people who are still going on vacation. The flying destinations are having a longer time, a harder time recovering. So um, Hawaii, for example, there's, yeah. um, they are still not doing that well. It's taking a, a longer time for them to recover. Uh, so, um, so that, that's one thing I'd say, um, also, you know, June was a record breaking month in terms of stats and data across the board, uh, in terms of reservations being made on different platforms. We, we saw it in, uh, internally, like more reservations and number of nights, um, both dollar amount and number of nights on, on Airbnb and on Verbo for, um, our, our property managers. Um, than any other month before. Uh, so the, what will be interesting to see now is if June was a record-breaking month specifically because everyone who normally would have booked in March, April, and May, they waited, and they all booked in June, as well yeah. as the June folks, and if July is going to go back down. So I think it's... it's yeah. I think there will be a dip again in terms of new reservations for, for July, just because there was all that pent-up uh, demand. Yeah. Uh, so it, it'll be curious in a few, few more months to see if there's still these record-breaking numbers or if it levels off. I think it's going to level off a little. I think there's yeah. a little bit of, of almost 
fake over enthusiasm of like, wow, everybody, look how great things are. Like bookings are better than ever. And, and it's really because things are just so bad in April and May. So we'll see how yeah. July and August go. Um, but in, as a property manager, like what this data means and, and, how you, and how you think about maybe your limited marketing spend, what, what we're seeing from some of our clients and just anecdotal conversations is the, the geography of marketing where you now know if you are in, again, let's use Tahoe as the example or wine country, um, you used to get guests from all over the country and all over the world. So your limited marketing dollars, you would spend, you would, you know, you would spend on some high level terms, you know, vacation rental Tahoe, um, and, and maybe try to get your site to come up on that. Um, uh, but now you need to fine tune your marketing and really focus on driving destinations, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, focus specifically on targeting San Francisco, and Reno and other other you know driving distance locations if you're coming to to Tahoe. Uh, so that's some tweaks and some you know a, a real focus that property managers can make of of understanding how the demographics have changed of their visitors and being able to specifically pinpoint and and, and target uh, those demographics. Yeah, I was also going to say the um, like you said the record breaking month. Um, like you said, let's not get too enthusiastic about it because <laughs> let's be mindful that, you know, certain states and counties and whatever can close again. We can have this all, whatever happened in April, we can have it happen all over again and be back to square one. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's exciting to see, but um, as we say in the military, trust but verify. You can't do that obviously with this, but the same concept, you know, be excited, but be ready for, um, you know, that possible, big influx of cancellations and the overall you know growth of revenue that you just got to be kind of snatched away uh within a within a quick decision of a either a state or a county or whatever so so yeah and relate, so re related to that one more comment too what we're seeing in the data and, and we'll see how long this um this trends is there's a much higher uptick in um last minute bookings mm, mm. uh so whether it's it, because of you know the uncertainty of what's going on or whether it's just because there's been a lot of pent-up demand and everyone's been waiting and now they're they're finally doing it so we'll see if this continues uh but again what that means for property managers is really being able to streamline your operations and account for that last minute guess you know if you get a booking for today for a guest who's coming later today you need things automated you need that email to go out to the guest with the check-in instructions, you know, that's got a link to the guidebook with clear directions and check-in instructions and a pin code that's automatically created. Uh, and you, you know, you need to be able to be totally hands-off on that and have everything automated um, to accommodate for those last minute guests. It's beautifully said, beautifully said. Um, so with that, all the, you know, the statistics and kind of the, the conversation where we're at, what do you think this is gonna help or, you know, do for the the industry post COVID nineteen? Do you think we're going to be, I would guess, like a future prediction of you know is this going to be the new way things operate, or do you think it's going to you know forever be changed? Like you know some CEOs in the industry will say that it will never be the same and all this other stuff. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what you, like because you guys have the data at your hand. You know it's um, for whoever's on hostfully. You know you have that 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 uh, insight. So I'm kind of curious to what your your thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, your, your guess, anyone's guess is as good as mine in terms of like in the future forever, like this could be a, a one year or a three year thing. Once there's a vaccine, like when will travel ever get back to pre-COVID? Will that ever happen? And I mm -hmm. think it's, I, I feel like, of course, at some point, you know, travel is going to be as large, if not larger than it was before this, once the world feels safe. Uh, and but what what this is doing is changing the minds of travelers in terms of where they want to stay and you know vacation rentals before COVID were already growing fairly significantly and taking yeah. up revenue share compared to hotels and that trend is only going to continue so relative to your kind of large larger chain hotels I can speak to that where vacation rentals are going to continue to take an even bigger chunk of that industry because guests are thinking now, oh, what's important to me? Having some place where I'm not pushing the same elevator button and standing in an elevator with, with other people. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to be out you know, in nature or even if 
even if when things continue and, and you are, you know, in an urban area, it's still you, you want to have your own, you know, your own place and you maybe want to have your own kitchen to do some cooking and all the all the luxuries and amenities and benefits of vacation rentals um, now are even that much more important uh, compared to a, a hotel for people who, you know, care about uh, safety and cleanliness. Yeah, no, I was going to say, and definitely like uh, the contactless, you know, I, I can cook a, a nice dinner, a nice steak dinner by myself without having another hand involved, not only on the cooking side, but then the transfer of the cooking to the plate and the, and the table and all this other stuff. Granted, is going to be missed and i guarantee one things you like you said are um you people are feeling safe definitely going to go back out to restaurants and a little bit of hotels just you know depending on price point location and other vacation stuff but i think it really comes down to like you said the the overall like privacy and benefit of having a whole hotel aka like a whole house uh to yourself it's going to be a, definitely a huge perk in my opinion and I, I think too, you know, I think if Vervo can get their act together on the branding <laughs> side of things, uh, they can really benefit on this versus Airbnb. Obviously, Airbnb has plenty of, of private listings, but a lot of people still think of Airbnb as just like a, a room in someone's home kind of thing. And yeah. um, the nature of vacations, I think, is going to change where more people are going to um, group up with another family or two and, you know, get that Tahoe cabin or get that, get that big house where they can hang out in kind of a secluded place mm -hmm. with a few friends of theirs and, and chill. And, and some of those bigger vacation rentals will really benefit from that. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Like That's yours, fun. Will. Yeah, seriously, our castle, go rent it right now. It's free. So not free, but it's open. <laughs> <laughs> it's available. <laughs> it's available. Um, yeah, no, that's actually one thing we've been seeing with, with the staycation market because we're right outside of Seattle. So uh, I think with uh, a lot of people just want to get out of the city and, and to also really invite that couple of friends or families or couples or whatever and uh, kind of just have that secluded but safe area is definitely a trend we've been seeing too. Um, so we've talked a little bit about in the beginning, you said, you know, the book direct movement. Um, so what does the book direct book direct movement mean to you guys at Hostly? How are you guys? Uh, yeah. Every time I stutter on the show, I always have to catch myself. But um, so how have you guys at Hostly, you know, been, been, um, you know, getting in, getting on board with that? I know you guys always have, you're, you know, you, that's everything, every platform I think wants their hosts or their managers or whoever uh, that use it to get that direct revenue. I think it's kind of a, a key importance, but I know right now this is a big fluctuation. It's a big talk in the industry. Um, I think it's becoming more known here in the States than uh, now it wasn't. I think it's more popular definitely in other countries, but now the States are, I think, starting to pick it up. So I'm kind of curious what your, your thoughts on that are. Absolutely. I'd say there's kind of two parts to how distribution and getting your reservations are, are changing now because of COVID. Uh, the first one is unrelated actually to to book direct but it's more of i mean it is related a little it's more of a broader distribution strategy so instead of having all your eggs in one basket of airbnb or or airbnb and verbo it's really you know an all of the above approach of airbnb and verbo and booking.com uh and maybe tripadvisor we don't see lots of reservations from TripAdvisor, and I hear that section's up for sale uh, within TripAdvisor, um, but all the other niche sites too. So like working with a channel manager, like NextPacks or Rentals United and getting listed yeah. on, on the, you know, the Airbnb, Adria Gates, the Airbnb of the, the Adriatic Sea or, um, or you know, Mr. B&B or Kid & Co or, or different niche sites like that. Um, and being on the meta search sites like Home2Go and Holodoo and, and really getting your, um, your, your property out there. So, so that's one thing. And again, that's a benefit of, of using any property management platform, um, uh, let alone hostfully of, of being able to not have all your eggs in one basket. So then very much related to that is the importance of your own website and getting direct bookings and having a, a, a simple goal of each year having more direct bookings than the year before. Mm -hmm. 
and mm-hmm. slowly building up that as a percentage of your overall distribution strategy. So you have less eggs in any other baskets and, and, yeah. and all the eggs are slowly more and more in your own basket. Uh, so, you know, we've been doing some things at, at Hostfully uh, and we're just seeing this in general. Uh, so we've always had an, an automatic out of the box website and we were giving that a major facelift. Um, we, so we prioritized that um, once, once COVID started setting in. Uh, and, and then other features to help support you get direct bookings like having um, coupon codes, for example, mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah. adding that, that feature, uh, as well as making it easy to integrate with your own site. So, you know, we really encourage, we have an easy out of the box solution for clients, but we really encourage our clients to have their own website um, that they are doing their own marketing on and SEO on and that they own uh, and then integrating, having, having different search widgets and, and availability widgets um, or doing a deeper integration through our API. Uh, so there's a bunch of ways that we really support our clients and we've been making a big focus on this, especially lately, um, to, to have their own website, do their own marketing on that uh, and, and being able to integrate with their property management platform. Yeah. And to go back to your first comment about the, the more eggs and, and other baskets is really, uh, it's, it's huge. I think we all saw that back in April when Airbnb let all cancellation refunds out the window, hundred um, percent. I think that woke up a lot of owners and property managers. Like uh, I, I for sure have always been kind of preaching cause I come from the hotel world. So I'm always wanting direct bookings. I'm always wanting to pay less commissions every month. Um, but for a lot of the hosts, that's how they get on. That's how they get introduced. And I think this is now going to change the mindset of my Airbnb to my property on Airbnb, which is key because that, that whole mindset of my Airbnb, you're giving full power and control. They don't clean your toilets. They don't clean, you know, the, the sheets and they don't make the beds that you do, you or your cleaning company do, you know, that's your property. Uh, So I think changing that mindset from my Airbnb or my Verbo to my property on these platforms. And then now that opens up a big brand loyalty, like campaign and project. So in a, creating a voice, creating a brand, creating um, something that really showcases your style, like a guidebook, like that itself is a great way to overall open that door, I think in, in a sense. And so with, yeah, I think it's gonna be a, a pretty big shift, but I'm curious to see how long it takes for I think a lot of hosts to finally because this is a lot of new stuff you know there's a lot of I didn't know what API was until I first did my first integration with uh, I think it was uh, iHotelier or whatever and all this other stuff and I was like holy crap this is a lot of work (laughs) this is like this is a lot of there's a lot of uh, stuff I don't know like how this like I knew what a booking engine was I knew what this was and I blah 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 but I didn't know how they all sync together so I think it's going to open up a lot of eyes yeah, it's a, it's. I cringe every time I see this. It's amazing how many property managers, uh, usually they're just getting started, so they're on the smaller side of like having a, a couple to ten or fifteen properties that they'll actually have their own Squarespace or WordPress website, and mm-hmm. they'll have a link for you know check out our properties, and that actually links Guilty. to their Airbnb listing. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, no, you're putting all this energy on your website, on building your SEO, and now you're losing these direct bookings and you're losing yeah. just some low, you know, low hanging revenue commissions right there by sending them directly over to Airbnb. And then what happens? So here's another takeaway. Not, and, you know, it's kind of like a one two punch, what you mentioned before about Airbnb and, and all the cancellations. And everyone, of course, talks about that with, with the, the refund policy, how they changed it. Um, but now they're actually taking away the mask email address of the guests that they used to give you. So of course they never gave you the actual email address of the guests, but they would give you something, you know, something funny at guest.airbnb.com. So you can still email them. And, and that's important for property managers who have a multi-channel approach and they just want to streamline their operations and and email every guest. Uh, But now they actually just made an announcement that they're taking that email away and you can only do the Airbnb messaging with them. You can't, you can't send emails. So they're, you know, they're really, there's this ongoing um, battle, tension, struggle between 
who owns the guest? Whose guest is it? Is is, Air, is it Airbnb's guest, or as a mm-hmm. property manager, is it is it your guest? And Airbnb is just one of many, you know, distribution platforms for you. Uh, yeah. And the more you can get that direct email address, you know, after that reservation is made, put it into your property management platform, put it into your email marketing platform if it's not integrated with that, and then be able to market to them directly to get repeat yeah. bookings. But it's important for you to just look at every platform as a marketing distribution tool, but it's really your guests. You're having that relationship with that guest and you want to maintain an ongoing relationship with them. Exactly. And we always say like, it's a book indirect book. Like you want them to book no matter what, like you you just want them to occupy the the property, but is your job now as a host, um, property manager, whatever, to get them to rebook with you, with you directly. If you book on Airbnb, I want your experience to be so awesome that you're going to have, you know, stay Lux or whatever on the top of your brand when you come back to Seattle or wherever, like you want that idea. So I think this is where the, um, the coolest part about our industry, I think is, you know, that we're so in- innovative and creative, uh, people who are very entrepreneurial, uh, on the host, like, uh, vacation rental side hotels too. Um, I've seen some, some pretty badass hotels that really do some cool stuff, but I think the, um, you know, this is your time to get creative with your marketing and getting just that, like you said in the beginning of the episode, which I loved, is the power of first impressions. So not only is the first impression online and with your website and, you know, social medias, but the moment they pull up, like I am guilty of this. Anytime I show up to a hotel or a vacation rental, I'm judging the crap out of it the moment I'm pulling into the driveway. Like I'm literally looking at every feature and how it looked online and what my idea and perception was there to what it is now. Like, this is the time where you get to really enhance and create that first impression to be so incredible that they're no longer thinking, Oh, I'm staying at an Airbnb. They're like, no, I'm staying at a blah, blah, blah with blah, blah, blah. You know, like that is the power of first impressions and guest experience. So I think this is a, a good time for the, the hosts and managers to really start practicing that art and skill of storytelling and first impressions and just overall great experience. Amen to that. And that first impression is even before the yeah. guest steps right into the vacation rental or the hotel, right? That's yeah. when yeah. they're on that website, as you said, and when they make that reservation and what kind of confirmation email are they getting? What kind of advanced welcome email are they getting? What information is being sent to them about, hey, if you want to book Alcatraz during the summer, it's really busy. So make sure to do it now. You know, those inside tips on making those reservations or for mm-hmm. a local restaurant, if you want to make a reservation in advance. So it starts well before the guest checks in, um, not to mention that experience of checking in and making sure that's seamless. Yes. It's uh, it's all part of the destination air concept, my friend. It's, you know, the anticipation of the experience. It's the anticipation that you want to share it with everybody. You want to share it with your family, your guests, whoever. And so I think, um, for uh, just a, like a little side note, I'm just like super excited that we're having this conversation, but, um, the destination or concepts, you, you guys are involved. The hostfully team has been involved in the award. So I want to explain why this is important and why I think that all the topics that you and I have talked about really do go into this because, the destination there is quote unquote, a person who's wired to create remarkable experiences that are anticipated and shared and guidebooks, PMP. So they all kind of go in hand like that is as, as a job, as a destination there, quote unquote, to really provide that experience and that, that uh, value. And when you add more value, which I think tools and resources like guidebooks or even just getting those reports that you guys create like the trends and the market um you know i see all these stuff that you guys are doing not just you but like other you know companies in the in the space um i think that's when it comes really important to remember you know providing value is key and uh so i i don't know i'm kind of just rambling but i just think it's uh i'm excited that you guys are a part of that but then also implementing it to all the hosts um through you guys' platform is just is just incredible. And I, I, awesome, thank you, I agree. And I think there's little things too that you don't think about on top of that, that really makes like the importance of, of, of a guidebook to the, the destination air in every one of us, yeah. uh, where there's, you know, the obvious things that we talked about of being able to provide great local recommendations. And, and that's really, you know, the, the big one of, of standing out and making sure your guest has this great experience by telling them about all the cool things that no one else knows about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also other little things 
that you might not think about at first glance, but the comment of looking more professional. Again, right off the bat, if a reservation is made and you can tell the guests, I'll send you more details as, as your arrival gets closer, but like in the meantime, here's my guidebook that already basically has everything. And, yeah. and it's this beautiful looking digital guidebook when guests are you know, used to that outdated three ring binder. Like that's making a great first impression right away. Um, mm -hmm. Also ongoing guest um, guest services, guest communication, where like if a guest, every property manager has had this experience where it's like 1130 at night and the guest is like reaching out to them, urgent, urgent, 911, I can't turn the TV on, uh, you know, <laughs> help me. Um, to be able to have a link to the specific section in the digital guidebook that's got uh, how-to instructions and even a video on how to turn that TV on, you know, that makes your job a lot easier and it just makes for a, a more professional, easier experience for the guests uh, as well to be able to reference that. Uh, and also the ability to like earn goodwill with mm -hmm. local businesses to be able to say, you know, hey, I'm recommending you like take a look at my guidebook and having the guests kind of show the guidebook. Now you're really becoming Part of the local community and one thing mm -hmm. that's great about the vacation rental industry is you're not just you know focused on the downtown touristy overpriced areas but you really are in local neighborhoods and yeah. and sometimes there's a tension with other neighbors about wanting a vacation rental there or not and to show that you're doing good for the mm -hmm. local economy and the local community and you're hiring local cleaners and you're you know recommending local businesses um that makes it a lot easier to like fit in and be a successful business there yeah, I think it really, yeah, you become an ambassador really of, of your, of your neighborhood, of your, your community. Um, I always kind of like in the beginning with my journey, like helping my parents with theirs, like they, we have a coffee roaster, very well known, um, called Camino Island Coffee Roasters. They you know, have, they're very uh, green and oriented, like to self, self-sufficient, like for the farmers out in Brazil or Africa, or you got like all these places and it, like yeah they're well known in our community but guests that come in to for a conference or a family you know reunion uh, don't know that but you get to show their story and then give that like inside scoop i think is always fun for people to like i i got to meet so and so or i get to know this and then also the, um another point that you were talking about when it, the first impression not only is key but i think um a lot of time like our normal lives in general, not just vacation rentals, but in the industry as well. Uh, I think we forget, like we don't, I don't know, there's, there's a certain, we don't emphasize on like moments. We don't like we, there are so many unique moments that we can capture and like do extra things that even are just like the tiniest, a small like fraction of anything, um, but they make the hugest difference. And I, I think a lot of times like just getting to know your guests through be, not, not only having that like the, the automated side of things but then once all that is out of the way it's just what do you bring what are you coming into town for you know what are you what's what's important to you for your trip like this is all great stuff this is what we can provide for you but what are you here for specifically and having that kind of like human to human connection so important i think we forget it like we i don't know i just think about my first time like being a front desk agent having a guest saying it was a bad situation like he was visiting his daughter who was in hospice like it wasn't like an ideal you know place to be right mentally emotionally but just being able to like hey i'm here if you need it like i will do whatever i can to make sure your stay is as you know seamless and you know um stress-free as possible because during that time who wants to be dealing with um you know not only you're losing someone significant, but then you have to deal with the hotel that isn't flexible on certain policies or whatever, just because um, they don't know what you're in town for. I don't know. I just think it's that human to human connection, like taking advantage of moments, not just on first impressions is really key. You hit the nail on the head. And this is something important that we tell our property managers about, you know, having automated software and emails and, and a, a seamless check-in experience and a beautiful digital guidebook is not supposed to replace that personal interaction, yeah. but rather is supposed to enhance yes. that personal interaction. So 
Uh, I don't know if you've ever gotten the deer in headlights look from your guests where they ask you like, hey, where's a good place for, for dinner? And you start explaining to them where it is and all of a sudden their eyes glaze over because they're not from the area. And it, it's really, it's easy. It's just go down the street and make a right. <laughs> That's yeah, where it yeah, is. But yeah. as you start giving directions, they start to freak out. And now you can say, you know, don't worry. All those details are in the guidebook. So in two days from now, when you want to go uh, to that restaurant or you want to go on that hike, you can you can look it up. And let's just talk. Let me tell you why you want to eat there, or mm -hmm. let me tell you the cool things about that park where you yeah. should go walk around. Versus getting bogged down in the details on exactly the directions and the hours of operation. Uh, and and oftentimes what we'll see our clients doing is after the guest checks in and they've had like a conversation with the property manager um again because our guidebook platform it's it's a responsive design web application it's essentially mm -hmm. a, like a website with urls each section is its own url so they'll mm -hmm. send the url to that specific curated day in the mission or a curated you know hike that they should take or or a restaurant and they'll just text it or email it to them and it, it really is a great follow-up and enhancement to the conversation uh not a replacement for it exactly yeah that's a, a good word enhancement of the human to human connection i like that well um david man i've enjoyed this conversation a ton i think this is just yeah this is the way i don't know this is like the coolest job to have i i just can't I just can't be like, yeah, I, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Oh, just kidding. I'm just going to be a podcast host and talk about this stuff all day. It's just great. So uh, thank you for being on the show. Do you have any shameless shout outs, plugs, or any final thoughts about everything we've talked about for the audience of Slick Talk? Uh, so just once again, I'm so thrilled to be partnering with you. Thank you for having us as a sponsor. We're going to do lots of fun things to yeah. come. Uh, for anyone who's interested in checking Hostfully out, uh, please go to hostfully.com. It's that easy. H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y. Uh, on our guidebook platform, one guidebook is free. So you got nothing to lose to start kicking the tires. Uh, if you're a larger property manager, uh, we don't start charging you until you actually go live with the guidebook. So you can start making, you know, take your time, take a few months making uh, 50 beautiful guidebooks. And then once they go live is, is when you start paying. Uh, so please check us out. Check us out on Twitter at Hostfully. Uh, and let me know if you have any questions. You can contact me directly, david at hostfully.com. I'd love to hear from you. Heck yeah. And I'll link everything in the show notes for the episode. So any slick talkers on Apple podcasts or the website direct, um, everything will be linked. So definitely check it out. Use slick talk. I think it's slick talk 20. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Use slick talk 20 to get 20% off. Make sure you do that because not only is it already great price, but you even get a better price. So use that code and it will be worth it, my friends. We'll double check that. Um, Slick Talk 20, we'll make sure that's a code. And I think it's two free months of our premium uh, subscription software. So use True. that code. I forgot to mention that. Thank you for that reminder. And you can uh, use us two months for free. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you, David, for being on the show. We will be in talk, uh, you know, in contact very soon. Appreciate you, all that you're doing. Give, you know, a uh, warm welcome and uh, hello to everybody on the team for me. You bet. And uh, congratulations on the, on the Destination Air Awards as well. Very excited to see the winners of that. Yes. And if you are a winner, so I'll just kind of throw that in there right now. If you're a, uh, for any, anybody nominated in the Destination Air Award, uh, if you get first through fifth place, um, there's a nice little prize, not only for first place winners to go to Cannes France, uh, you know, sponsored by IPRAC, but then also for second, third, fourth, and fifth to get the experience of guidebooks into a grander scale of things. So I'm very excited for, for that as well. So again, you're the best. We'll talk soon. And uh, hopefully yours, Will Slickers and David Jacoby. Thanks for having me, Will. Anytime. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now.
Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Slick Talk. I post every Wednesday at 8am Pacific Standard Time. So if you ever feel like you're going to miss an episode, just know every Wednesday, 8am, you're going to get some more good content. And uh, I just want to give an update for the Destination Air Award. There was over 40 amazing nominations. Um, I had to close off the nominations for uh, July 31st, and now we're in the judging uh, phase. And on August 10th, I will be announcing the finalists, the top five, the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth place winners for the Destination Air Award. That has also been sponsored by hostfully and 13 other industry partners so guys stay tuned for next week where i will not only share them on all the social medias and my linkedin and everything like that but i'll also make a big announcement on the podcast which next week's guest will be a returning guest chris mon from iprac will be joining us and of course Chris Mann for people who have listened to his episode back in I think January or February um, is the founder of AES Events which is a short-term rental accommodation uh, company out in France and then also the founder of IPRAC which is International Property Approval Certification and what they do is really just certify that every you know, short-term rental property is legal and is not fraudulent and is a legitimate business um, in order to protect not only our guests and the the reputation of, of um, short-term rentals and hospitality. So great guy, great company, big fan. Um, they also sponsored the first place award for the Destination Air Award. Uh, so the first place prize is a week in Cannes, France. Uh, along with a limo pickup, complimentary dinner and drinks at Morrison's Bar, which is an amazing bar uh, owned by an Irish destinationaire out in Cannes, France, and uh, just overall great first place prize. So couldn't have asked for a better uh, sponsor for the first year award. Now you guys need to check out, see who wins, and then stay tuned for more because anyone who is nominated and won is going to have another big surprise in place. Something I've been working on in the background, and uh, I'm very excited. So stay tuned to Slick Talk and all things coming from the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing, and thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.